0: Hello, welcome to Learn from Layman, I am Carl Christensen, still, and uh, I have back with us again, Cameron Christensen. Cameron, how are you? Good. Good. We've missed you, because I've had to put up with Tim the last few times, um, and Tim, the uninvited guest, Cox, is back.
1: <laughs> Your uh, restraining order did not hold up in court. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get better lawyers. <laughs>
0: Um, She's all
2: right. done with soccer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, we will uh, today be discussing um, summer vacations. We're going to go do a top five list of our, our top summer vacations. Uh, each of us has a top five list we we're going to discuss, so we're going to walk you through uh, our reasoning behind our top five and uh, the different vacations that you can... Uh, Consider for your summer vacation coming up um, in the next few months. So, Cameron, get us started.
2: Okay. So, as a preface, um, three out of these five are things that I've always wanted to do. But I feel that some of these will not happen for me. But hopefully for our listeners, they will have a chance to do these things. All right. So, I was, I was thinking back through my, my favorite vacations that I've done as a child, and we have done plenty of vacations. Uh, one of the things that um, always stuck out to me was the uh, Cousins Summer Camp we did one summer, where we all got together, um, and all the aunts uh, taught us different things um, so we could be um, better, more productive people. And I've always reflected upon that as probably one of my favorite summers that we ever did. So and and if I can just chime in
1: with that, yeah, and that was that particular event just happened in the the yards and kitchens of, you know, different aunts and uncles. Um, so it wasn't even a trip at all, but I, I remember that well too, and it was Super fun time. I think one of the secrets to success on any good vacation is go with people that you want to be with and you could go anywhere. You know, you could go to dang Walmart and have more fun there if you're with, you know, friends or family that you, you enjoy being with than if you, you know, went to some exotic and amazing place. But, you you know, I mean, and not to say that you can't have fun alone, but, you know, the the best trips in my memory – I took with people that I really enjoyed being with. Tim has clearly not been to Fiji by himself.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't remind me. I believe that was with his supermodel girlfriend uh, when he went to Fiji. (laughs) Who is now
1: my wife. Hey, Anthony. (laughs) Hey, hey. Um, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But I have been to Walmart many times with people that I care about.
2: (laughs) This is true, even with your wife. That's right. Um, so, um, kind of joined to that, uh, with the Walmart thing, um, I did have a game with my friends back in college where we would play in Walmart, like hide and seek and other random games, um, till we got kicked out during college. So <laughs> start the was... stopwatch <laughs> and see how long you can last, right? It, it was, it was kind of a, one of those games that we would do. So, um, problem is, is that it was Walmart. So you could go a while before they would get angry that and it was like two in the morning. So
1: not that we recommend this action to any <laughs> minors who may be listening.
2: <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So with the summer camp, uh, yeah, we just, we learned different things. We learned how to sew, cook, um, we learned some gymnastics, you know, and that was, I, it was just a lot of fun cause we got to know our cousins a lot better and their family and, we also got to learn each other's, I think, strengths and weaknesses. What you know um, made us closer. So I think that's a was a really f- one of the fun things that made that. So uh, maybe for people, you know, when you're looking at things, maybe going to do a, you know, it's kind of cheesy, it, you know, but you know, go to a uh, one of those workshop camps, you know, where they basically teach you how to become closer sounds crazy but i think that you know definitely you know from what tim chimed in it was definitely one of his probably up there you know um favorite things
1: oh yeah yeah
2: so my second one is when uh my family went to uh, hong kong it's a good one it was really fun uh we hung out with my uncle that was a diplomat there and we just went and saw all the sites so it was a lot of fun we went and toward it actually u.s uh naval sh- navy ship boat i'm not sure what i'm supposed to use the term but that it was fun sure. Sounds good. all right ship mm-hmm. uh, and then we went into mainland ch- mainland china and went to a nice little town called shenzhen and uh I <laughs> no longer a nice little town, incidentally. <laughs> it's like twelve million. <laughs> not
0: entirely sure there are not little towns in China anymore.
2: Uh well, I can't I, uh, we went to a little cultural center that they had there and I was right. picked frequently by lots of pretty Chinese girls to dance with them. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> T- tall, square jawed American man.
2: <laughs> at uh,
0: the time, Cameron say our... I swear during the summer, your hair, Cameron, had kind of like a reddish hue.
2: It, so, it, yeah, when my hair blondes out, if I spend a lot of time in the, the, the sun, it does get a little lighter and a lot more red. So,
1: You know, Cameron, it's funny because <clears throat> I've been to Hong Kong and Shenzhen, too, and, you know, I did not get asked to dance, like, ever.
2: I was asked to dance every single um, <laughs> site that we went to, every, you know, I think as you they go just, through the...
1: <laughs> they just knew that I was uh, I was a, a
2: taken man. I guess you know I, that's the only that explanation. Could be it. um also maybe my stature had something to do with it. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Tim blended in very well in Asia.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know, I am uh, uh, almost six five. So.
1: And Tim is almost five five. I'm also almost six five, if you round generously.
2: It, yes, if we add that extra uh, nine, ten inches. Yeah, twelve. twelve. <laughs> I, I was, All right, I was, can I, I sport you a couple there? I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, thanks. Can <laughs> I, since we're since we're on the topic of Asia, can I um, chime in with a? This is actually my don't vacation um and with recent news i think most listeners will agree that one asia vacation i would very much hesitate to do would be summiting everest you know Uh,
0: uh, right well you know that's because you are uh weak and generally afraid (laughs)
1: <laughs> just because i've shown to have problems with altitude in the past you know and because even experienced and you know hardened mountaineers routinely die up there you know it's just like do i really want to do a trip that would you know has good odds of killing me you know bad plan bad plan go on a cruise don't summit Everest that's I'm just putting it out there for anyone who's thinking about it if you're like okay cruise to the Bahamas summit
2: Everest go with the Bahamas (laughs) all right all right that that actually brings me to two my other top five vacations I want to do um number four is I want to do a cruise I have never been on a cruise I've always wanted to do a cruise I think I think this is definitely a doable one for me to do um I know most of my family has gone on cruises. They seem to enjoy them. Yeah. Am I wrong?
0: No, well, I and my wife are big fans um, of cruises. There are be- better and, and uh, less... Uh, well, in general, we've enjoyed all of our cruises, but there certainly are the, the cream of the crop, and then there are ones that are more of your...
1: Yeah, that was nice type of cruise experiences, but... Um, So I've never been on a cruise. So for you cruisers, what, uh, what's your top recommendation?
0: All right. So I'm not a cruiser as in many, uh, many people out there have tried lots of different cruises, lots of different cruise lines. My wife and I have gone on three, uh, one on three different cruise lines. Um, the cruise line I think matters quite a bit. Um, And Obviously, the destinations are are also important. So we've done a Bahamas. uh, It was in New York, down to the Bahamas, uh, Florida cruise. We've done a – and then two Mexican cruises, one Mexican Riviera and one um, uh, just uh, uh, Ensenada. And uh, so um, as far as just generic advice, uh, we really liked our Royal Caribbean cruise as far as the quality of the ship. Um, our Norwegian cruise, which was the one of the Bahamas was, uh, the best entertainment. Um, and then we did a carnival cruise. Now car- carnival, if you're doing research does get a bad rap and it probably was the probably wasn't as high quality as the other two, like I was saying, but so there's nothing wrong with carnival. Like we enjoyed our experience. It was, a, it was a nice cruise. So it, uh if and it's generally cheaper so if that's what uh, fits your schedule and your budget then there's nothing wrong with the carnival cruise it just might not your your entertainment's going to be maybe not quite as good and your food slightly lower quality but it is um endless food regardless uh, on all of these cruises so
2: should i get the drink package i hear that you should get it
0: I, ha- I I have and I have not. It depends on you know what your soda consumption habits are. Um,
2: uh, some of our listeners may not just consume soda.
0: That is true. <laughs> All right, so I'm a uh, teetotaler, and so uh, I didn't use any alcoholic beverages on any of these cruises. So which will give you um, some insight into what uh, type of cruise we expect um, and what kind of cruise we like. Uh, but, um, but yeah, the, uh, we, so I just got soda, um,
2: and that's good. All right. All right. Um, the other, uh, when I was doing kind of what what Tim was going on is I've always wanted to backpack, pre- back, back across Europe in my twenties. Oh. Um, okay. So you've missed that. <laughs> I've missed that chance. I <laughs> feel that I'll never be able to do that, but I always kind of wanted to go out on my own and just, live you know and enjoy stuff never really got that chance i'm not sure if i missed something or maybe i did i don't know it's <laughs> one of those things i always wanted to do but never did
0: i'm sure katie can <clears throat> see uh, her way to kicking you out of the house and you can try backpacking in europe in
2: your 30s so it's, it's possible i don't think so but that, that's also <laughs> one of the other things that um i want to do which i still think is a doable is I just want to be by myself for like 30 days with no electronic devices or anything, just a bunch of books to read and a freezer full of meat and a nice grill.
0: You've nice. Just, just petrified all of the millennials that are listening <laughs> to our podcast. And they're actually all like in a fetal position, like weeping.
2: No. So it, meat it was, and no electronics. <laughs> <laughs> it was tied between doing that or punching a celebrity in the face. I really don't... I think it'd be a fun vacation. You'd probably get arrested. So I'm thinking that kind of falls under vacation. You're not allowed to go anywhere or do anything for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You'd get the same effect. I, I figure it's the same effect as a cruise. You know, you're stuck in a small area for a while. You get three meals a day. And, um, and
1: probably shuffleboard.
2: <laughs>
1: Except I hear some prisons have better entertainment than the Carnival Cruise Line.
0: Uh, probably similar. <laughs>
1: <I'm laughs> that
0: would be awesome sure. you got like karaoke night. I'm pretty sure our cruise director cruise director was wearing an orange jumpsuit at least part of the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Half the crew is on work release. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Ooh, that's something to that. Prison cruise ship. It's like it's gonna be like like prison break. It'll be a TV miniseries, you know, okay. But, there we go, yep. there we go. <laughs> this is a good
2: idea. All right, There's so our that's, next million dollar idea. Yep, that's <laughs> my five, yeah. Right,
0: that's five, nice, cool. All right, Tim, you're on.
2: All
1: right, so I'm going to um, just put out the, my number one, the campout. So pick your place. Um, I One of my favorite spots is this place in Arizona called Fossil Springs, It's super cool. springs bubble up out of the ground. There's a a dam that creates this kind of like spot where you can cliff dive. There's blackberry bushes. It's um, the surrounding area is dry and arid. And so and the hike in when I did it was pretty, you know, strenuous. But um, then you, you kind of you descend way down into this little kind of ravine valley and it's all green um, and, you know, just the water flowing and it's it's this little paradise. And it was so cool. Um, tragically, it was discovered by like people who don't practice, you know, Boy Scout style camping, like, you know, leave it better than you found it and became kind of a party destination. So but in its in its prime, it was this incredible place kind of um And so, but anyways, you you can find all sorts of spots like that to go on a camp out. So, um, you know, just get basic equipment, tent, tarp, sleeping bags, um, you know, stuff to cook with and make fire with, um, basic toiletries and lighting, and you're on your way, you know, and it's really something kind of like what Cameron mentioned, just that getting out, getting away, um, getting in nature is something that is really nice for for some vacation time rejuvenating
2: yeah disconnecting I think is important you know just being able to know no one can get a hold of you you don't need to I mean maybe that's a bad thing to say not knowing no one can get to you but you know being able to turn off the cell phone you know turn off everything I I I really really think that's I think important for lots of people. I know the millennials might shake about that, but I think it's definitely important to actually be able to disconnect from our world. Yeah. To, to really um, enjoy the beauty in it. You don't, you don't need to take a picture sometimes. Sometimes the picture in your head is well, uh, better, you know?
1: Yeah. And they call it unstringing the bow, you know, a bow that is always strung will, will not be as, as powerful as a bow that's occasionally unstrung and let, you know, just lie You know,
2: yes, because you well, you uh, what is it that the constant tension destroys the uh, mechanical advantage over time that you have with the bow. Well said.
1: So yeah, anyways, there you go. And and the other nice thing about those vacation, you can do that vacation anywhere. You know, you're within anyone is within a few hours drive of a decent camping location. And you can do it cheap. You know, it doesn't. You don't need um, uh, the big expense
2: of a cruise or or a f- airplane flight. Just, or hotels. Yeah, yeah. I, I would make sure that you're following uh the appropriate rules wherever you go, though, because there are some places that are leave no trace, and that means you bring a shovel and a plastic bag, and everything you bring in, you take out. So, yep. And here in the West, you've got fire
1: restrictions <sighs> often due to drought and so forth. So, you know,
2: got got to be pay smart and do a little online research. Yeah, uh, make sure you water that fire pit after you use it so it's not hot and uh, stuff like that. There's definitely things you need to know if you've never camped before to follow because that's when force fires happen and makes everybody over here in the west a little sad <laughs> yeah
1: alright number two for me is actually the total opposite I love going to huge cities and I don't fully understand why but I'm always just fascinated by big cities you know crowded places um and especially if the city's got some history. So, you know, L- London, San Francisco. I know all my Brits are going to scoff that I spoke those two in the same sentence. they so will be like, ah, San Francisco has a mere 300, you know, 400 centuries of history. You know, London has, you know, millennia. And it's true. But, you know, they, they've both got interesting stories. You know, play, Cameron Harley mentioned Hong Kong. You know, so a place where you can go... And not only enjoy, you know, there's so many cool things that a city has to offer you. Invariably, they're melting pots of different, um, you know, nationalities. So you can sample authentic foods from around the world, meet people from around the world, hear languages and see cultures from around the world. Um Cities will have, you know, long history, you know, things, you know, major events that happened. So, you know, go to New York and see where George Washington, you know, was inaugurated. Um, Go to London and, um, you know, see where coronations happen. And actually, one of my favorite vacations was when I went to London with my dad. And my dad has this cool thing that he does that really made the trip fun and take on a new angle. Um, And that is, you you check that, out some books is, is that called his personality oh <laughs> yes well yeah dad's a fun person uh, to be around it, it, in addition to his cool um, vacation technique so what he does is when he's going to to visit a place he'll get books like history books on that location and so um, so I did that some before the trip and of course he had some as well so so you know we'd be reading up on these crazy, crazy stories about the Tower of London and things that happened there—you know, intrigued, you know, um, romance-inspired jailbreaks, um, you know, murders, um, beheadings, you know, stealing the crown jewels, and all this stuff. And then the next day, we'd go and actually walk around the places where it happened, and that's cool. And and it makes um, you know sightseeing so much more uh, vivid and interesting. You can just kind of stand there and close your eyes and in your mind's eye imagine you know the scene playing out exactly where you are um so that's something that makes any trip i think much more interesting and and so you don't just kind of passively sit on a tour bus and have the tour guards say well this is where blah blah happened but you can actually kind of have the story already prepped in your mind and there's um easily accessible books you don't have to get dusty old history books that are you know tomes you know there's um you just do a search on your library or on, you know, audio and you'll find collections of, of, you know, short histories about different, you know, different places, different events. And um, anyways, you don't have to do a lot of reading to, to learn some interesting facts that will really add some spark to your
2: trip. So anyways, do you think part that. of your filial love of large cities comes that you live in bounces back between the either the 5th or the 6th largest city in the US.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually know because um it's interesting going to, you know, Phoenix is is a different totally different feel than, you know, being at least for me than in the suburbs suburbs where I grew up, you know. So even though I am part of that, you know, vast metropolitan area, um I I don't consider myself a Phoenix or, you know, I'm, I'm an East Valley, you know, that's, that's kind of my identity. And so, so I, for me probably the opposite going to a big city feels just a little bit foreign and exciting for that reason that, uh, you know, I didn't need to make a lot of trips to the city. So yeah. Um, But that's just me. I think different people have different tastes and interests.
2: Well, I well, me and Carl used to go to Chai Town um, frequently as children um, to go see because the museums and such that they had there was great opportunity for us to go. We would do that frequently. Uh, yeah. So,
1: and yeah, there, there's no shortage. like you, you'll never go to those big cities and ever, you know, leave and feel like, oh, okay, I saw everything or I did everything. You know, you'll always be like, oh man, I wish I had longer. It's kind of fun.
2: All right. That, that
1: wasn't five right tim um but uh, i'm sure my my last little thing was to talk about going to visit my parents in beijing and so one more um the i'll call this the the visit those expats you know trip because going to a, a foreign land you're often kind of you get sucked into like a, a tour bus system where they just shuttle you around and drop you at different like, you know, tourist traps to buy trinkets and stuff. You don't really get a real feel for the place. Um, and it's expensive. But if you can go somewhere where you actually know someone who lives there and you can stay with them, then you've got someone who knows the area, who can recommend stuff. You can just kind of strike out on your own with a little more confidence. And you don't get stuck in that that just, oh, I'm a, I'm a Western tourist junkie So, you know, if you if you know people who live in a foreign country, you know, curry their favor and uh, see if you know you can go and stay with them and and then visit the area at your leisure.
0: My parents have already said you're not invited, Tim.
1: So, yeah, when has that ever stopped me?
0: <laughs> That's true. You've been, uh, how many
1: podcasts now? Uh, challenge accepted.
2: Kate <laughs> and I are going over there uh, this January. Just so you know.
1: Ah. Uh, so the, Cameron and Carl's parents, for our listeners who would like to know, are moving overseas. So they, right. they'll have a chance to do that f- firsthand.
0: Yeah. Though we already visited your dad. So we all had to, our parents live international at this. Well, I, my parents are about our parents are about to move international. Cameron and mine and Tim's parents uh, are just coming back from international um a stay of uh, what, ten, fifteen years now?
2: Thirteen, I think. Okay. Parents get <laughs> crazy. You know, they run off. <laughs> Does it hurt that they're moving farther away from you? In in, you know, they're living in a state away from you, and not going back to their home state. <laughs>
1: well, I, you know, as one who had to who moved to where the job was, you know, you can't you can't
2: complain.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I think it was mostly just they didn't want to
1: come too close to you, Tim. So.
2: I I, I I really think that might be it. You know, the heat does things to people. You know,
1: <sighs> you, you know, guys. Bethany uh, listens to these <laughs> podcasts
2: just sobbing when she <laughs> you lay into me. <laughs> I'm, I'm so not funny. saying you. I'm just saying hot weather <laughs> makes people crazy. I mean, we can talk about geopolitics if you like. That's right. <laughs> it was funny once. So she she was she
1: said Tim, You know, people who don't know like. You guys will be like totally think that just they're being all nasty to you and stuff.
0: <laughs> I tried to explain. Did Bethany listen to the one? You you stopped me from explaining the the dynamic of this uh, perpetual Tim dig. But um, <clears throat> we'll just continue that way and pretend that we hate you.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for me. Okay, good. Yeah, I figured that Bethany would kind of enjoy it. Actually, keep you. Oh yeah. Uh, well, keep you grounded. Uh, It helps me to feel alive, you know.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay, it's my turn now. Um, So your vacations were all cute and stuff. This is the real list. Right. right. Um, No, but so before I get into my top five, I'm going to give kind of, and Cameron and Tim have touched on, there's, there's kind of a way that, you plan vacations I think kind of an ideal way to plan vacations and I think for the vast majority let's say like 95% of the world you start off not with like where you want to go but how much money you have
1: <laughs> thus camping <laughs>
0: yeah. um, start with the budget because in real like reality if you say okay yeah like I'm gonna take my my wife or whatever my spouse and we're gonna go to Fiji for two weeks or Bora Bora. Uh, no, you're not, you're not doing that. Um, because you don't have, it turns out 50 K to blow on a vacation. So, um, so start with your budget and then go from there. So then obviously number of people, if it's going to be you, your spouse, maybe a group of friends, um, and, uh, figure out what, uh, you know, what number of people you have to take with you, because that's also going to play into budget and, and other considerations, than the type of people that are going. Um, so, for example, um, my wife is a, likes laid-back vacations. She's uh, more of a lay-on-the-beach type of vacationer than a let's-see-how-many-museums-we-can-go-to-today type of vacationer. Mm -hmm. So um, a very important consideration is that you find a uh, something that can make everyone going on the vacation happy. Um, And so that's uh, that's important. Um, And then obviously, like Tim already mentioned, if you have then connections, you can say, okay, I've got this budget. These are the type of people I I'm taking on the trip with me and, and the kind of trip I want. Now let's start looking at what our options are. So if I want to go to Asia, do I have anyone that I know in Asia? Or if I want to go to Europe, do I have someone I know in Europe that I can maybe, uh, if not, um, you know, stay at their house, maybe at least um, um, meet up with them. They can show me uh, some of the, uh, the ways to uh, get around some of these tourist traps, like Tim said. So um, some of those types of connections, be it friends or family. Um, could be a good way to uh, also make the trip more fun instead of just um, you and and you, the group by yourself. You can then it becomes kind of an opportunity to reconnect with other people that you haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Um, and then finally, of course, is just the consideration of time, be it uh, work uh, or family related concerns you have to be back for. So all of these are going to play into how you figure out what trips are realistic. Um and so while these are your top vacations, these are top for me, realistic vacation ideas. Um well, semi-realistic, all right, at least. Um, so let's start with number five. Um number five is a trip to Europe. So Cameron talked about backpacking Europe, and that does sound pretty awesome. Mine um is not backpacking Europe, but more of like your generic, I'm gonna fly to Europe and see the uh, the touristy places type of thing. So this is something that Cameron and I did when we were in high school. My parents took us over there um, with uh, our other brother and we got to do Paris and London. And so that was uh, pretty cool, Um, really worthwhile trip. And while it's very touristy, obviously, something that everyone kind of, Uh, talks about doing and wants to do and and almost everyone in their life, if they really want to, gets a chance to do that. Uh, It is also still worth doing, Um, you know, as uh, American, uh, as an American myself and as Americans here on our podcast, uh, we we have strong connections to Western Europe. And so it's nice to go back there and uh, check out, you know, um, London and Paris and Berlin or whatever it might be there that, uh, that we, uh, i think you know throughout school we western europe is the place that we study the most other than america so um it's considerations and this will go across the other four as well though uh other than trying to bum off family uh look at airbnb type stuff or hostel i mean everyone knows about hostels as well those don't always work for everyone but airbnb and airbnb is becoming far more ubiquitous um and so that is a good way to kind of avoid some of the expenses uh, that you get with hotels. Um, so you can get something significantly cheaper on Airbnb. Now, don't, I, I enjoy hotel stays. So if, you, if you're a big fan of hotels, go for it. But they can add a little bit of um, uh, well, cost to your, your trip.
2: Well, um, unless you have, you know, family that works at a hotel.
1: Oh, good point. There's a tip: get a job at a hotel, <laughs> or have a cousin who does.
2: Yes, uh, I was also going to say, Carl and I did get to see Notre Dame before it burned down. That is true. You rub it in.
0: <laughs> rub Notre Dame and just
1: what? Jezmoz tachat.
2: I could get some of its ashes and make you a nice mask. <laughs> oh, <ouch>. The French <laughs> will kill you now. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So lots, uh, lots of the cool things to see in Paris. Notre Dame, maybe, uh, slightly less cool now, um, than it was before, but still there kind of, um, <laughs> uh, the Eiffel tower is pretty awesome. Anyway, lots of cool things to see in Paris and London. So I recommend that, um, that trip to Europe. Uh, okay. Number four, Iceland. All right. I had the opportunity to go to Iceland. Um, became kind of trendy here relatively recently to go to Iceland but dang it I did it before it was cool
1: <laughs> that's true Iceland is kind of a hipster spot now huh
0: yeah yeah but uh, Iceland I, pretty awesome
2: I I blame um, Ben Stiller
0: oh that's true the uh, whatever, what movie that was Secret that?
2: life of Walter, Walter Miller all
0: right <laughs> that was like that came out like a year or two a year after I came back. Anyway, whatever. It was shortly around around the time that I went to Iceland. That movie came out, and I watched that movie. And I remember thinking, I've been there, I've been there, so pretty cool. Um, Have you
1: guys um, read the the story? No, I have not. You got to read it. It's just a short story. But uh, as go, I haven't seen the movie. So, but which movie? Secret Life of Walter Mitty.
2: There's there's two. There's the Ben Stiller, and then there's the Danny Kay.
1: Oh, oh, really? This is a Danny K one? I didn't know that. Huh. Yeah. Well,
2: I haven't seen either. Okay.
0: Um, anyway, Iceland, pretty awesome. It's very unique. Um, and one of the things I uh, just touch on briefly in Iceland, other than the water constantly smelling like sulfur. So, I mean, you, you literally get out smelling worse uh, from the shower than you got in. Hmm. Um, the uh the if you go in the summer and we're talking about summer vacations it's north enough um northern enough that there it's it's sunny all it's light throughout the night and so that can throw you off a little bit i remember waking up uh, one or two in the morning and looking outside Mm -hmm. and it looked literally like it did when i fell asleep um and so it is a bit confusing um but uh, but it really uh, it's really cool I as someone that's always that's lived in America has traveled quite a, quite a bit but never that far north I'd never had that experience and it's uh, it's pretty uh, surreal it's uh, but I, I thought it was pretty pretty fun
2: so. mm-hmm. for those <laughs> that have done graveyard shifts sleeping during the day isn't such a problem anymore <laughs> no, you're,
0: you're ready for it. <laughs> Um, that nice thing, uh, One other thing to touch on be- on Iceland before I move on is Iceland Air does give you... So if you're doing number five on my list, going to Europe, if you fly with, via, with Iceland Air, they allow allow you a free layover in Iceland without uh, up to seven days without additional cost.
2: What? Hey, there you go. Yeah.
0: So if you're flying <laughs> to Paris or whatever and you, you fly via Iceland Air. So it might not, you know, who knows if it actually be... Um, worth your while, depending on what the prices of other tickets might be. But if you do take Iceland Air, because it's not significantly more, you can actually stop in yeah.
2: Iceland. I was actually going to say they're usually one of the cheaper airlines out there.
0: Yeah, they really aren't. They're pretty pretty uh, reasonably priced. Stay, Stop in Iceland, stop in Reykjavik and uh, stay there for uh, you know a week and see the sights. How so, do you say the capital? Reykjavik. Uh,
2: go eat at Papa John's. They have one there, apparently. Yeah. Wow.
0: Uh, everyone there speaks English. Just FYI. Um okay moving on. Um Cancun number 3. So I debated Hawaii. Um I've never been to Hawaii. I highly uh, I'm
2: Well that's true you haven't.
0: Actually I have. I have. I was one. Thank you. But I'm not counting that.
2: You were <laughs> I were one. Haven't. I was one. You were two. Was I two? You were two. Mm, um okay. <laughs>
0: Anyway, I've heard lots of good things about Hawaii. I, uh, I think someday my wife and I will vacation in Hawaii, maybe my whole family, but we have, have as of yet not done that. Now Cancun, here's the big reason I chose Cancun over Hawaii. I live in Southern California. Um, a flight to Cancun out of Tijuana is very reasonably priced. We're talking like round trip for like, and I'm going to low ball it, but I feel like around $200. Um, so a round trip ticket from Tijuana to, uh, to Cancun was like 200 bucks. Um, and so you can, I mean, that's such a reasonably priced start to your, your trip. And Cancun has, you know, the, the nice, beautiful waters, beautiful beaches, it's obviously a very touristy place, but you can get out and see some of the ruins, the Mayan ruins. And, uh, so we did that, my wife and I did that recently. Um, so, uh, we did, we stayed at a resort. Uh, and resorts have a lot of the upsides of cruises. Um, you don't get obviously see different cities, but you still get the endless food um, and you get to kind of uh, see that that one city a little bit more than you would on a cruise. So um, so Cancun pretty awesome. I, I recommend it.
1: And uh, um, i'll I'll second that. Mexico is a cool place. And again, talk about a place with a fascinating history. Mexico has so much that's happened, you know,
2: Anyways,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Cameron, you had something to say?
2: Yeah. Uh, I was going to say I'm I'm seeing 111 dollars two oh. flights Tijuana to Cancun.
0: Was that round trip?
2: I don't no, this one's 78. That's
0: yeah, crazy. they I can tell you they're cheap. They are cheap. You, and you go you go down to Tijuana and 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 in, in San Diego there's a a cross border terminal, so you have to pay an extra like I don't know what it is like 30 bucks. It's not a lot. Um, To get uh, to to essentially, you don't even have to, you don't have to go via the port into Mexico. You literally just walk into the Tijuana airport on U.S. soil, um, and it's pretty sweet.
2: Um, Um, This one's then last month round trip price ninety eight bucks. Nice, yeah,
0: you can find really reasonably priced tickets. So highly recommend. Um, Okay. Eastern uh, East coast road trip. This is number two, East coast road trip, uh, road trips had to make it because I mentioned budgets, a big consideration. Road trips are obviously, um, you know, a, a nice cheap way to travel. Um, and with an Eastern coast road trip, you're going to be able to hit a lot of important historical American cities very quickly. Um, because everything in the East coast is so darn small and close. Um, so you can hit Massachusetts, you can hit uh, – so you can go to Boston, you can go to New York, you can go to Niagara Falls with an extra five or six hours, which is uh, the longest of any of these uh, you know distances. But um, you can go down to Washington, D.C. In, in five or six hours. You can go to through Philadelphia all within a day's drive. And so – Um, There's a lot of history in a lot of these cities, a lot of um, a lot of things to do, a lot of things to see. Um, Very obviously population dense, unless you start getting upstate in New York or upstate Pennsylvania. So, um, but yeah, really, really cool. Um, I've been the East Coast a couple times um, and been able to stay there uh, and and do a lot of the things uh, that you would expect and some of the things you wouldn't expect. including uh staying in the basement of um a, a Mexican family that lived in anyway whatever it's a long story um okay so uh that's that's uh, a really cool opportunity all right number 1 <clears throat> and this is like tim's camping except better um this is a cabin stay all right so in in particular a, a Canadian cabin
1: what oh Ooh. yeah
0: so i haven't done this one, but I spent a long time researching this one um, because my wife likes fishing. I like fishing. Um, we like the idea of the outdoors though to to some extent with some reasonable limitations like I still want to shower, I still want to sleep in a bed and I want to be comfortable when I want to be comfortable.
2: <laughs> How big are these cabins? I'd be willing to split some of these costs with you.
0: Yeah, seriously. Um, so they have these, these private cabins you can rent up um, in. I've actually got the name of the place pulled up here because I spent some time looking at it. Uh, I think it's Canuck. It's, of course it's Canuck. Uh, Canuck Nature. Canuck um, Nature. And these private cabins you can rent. They have the limit. They've got like different sizes um, and different prices. Oh, yeah. per obviously, how many people they can fit in each one of these cabins. They're very nice cabins. So this isn't like the cheapest vacation, but it's not like unreasonably priced. Um, and then you get you get kayaks to yourselves. You got uh, some of them are on the, essentially their own little private lake. Right. Because there's so much water up in this, yeah. this area um, that, you know, there's this it's just you're surrounded by forests. You've got these private lakes that you can fish in. You could swim in, I'm guessing, even though that would be pretty cold. Though I guess if you go in the summer, it might not be too bad.
2: Yeah, I'm um, sure it's still chilly.
0: Yeah, very likely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, just some serene forest and, and some privacy, it, but also being very comfortable at the same time. You got your own barbecue, you got your own beds, you got your own showers. Um, and, but as soon as you're out of the door, you can go swimming and hiking and fishing and whatever. And so, um, uh, I had, like I said, I haven't done it, but I spent a long time looking into it. So, uh, one day we will do this cause I think it's uh, pretty, pretty awesome looking. And, um, I like the idea of a Canadian wilderness vacation.
2: So. Can I do leaf peeping while I'm there? No, no. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> it's a thing. Carl leaf peeping what yes leaf peeping look it up. <laughs> <Okay>. All right, <laughs> Carl, have thing. you read
1: Hatchet? Uh,
0: I will not until after I've done this vacation.
2: <laughs> okay. But I have read peeping my side one. of the mountain. Does that count, Tim? <laughs> well, they c- close enough. Close enough. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So, uh, not that uh, wild and out there, Tim. All right. So these are um, whatever. <laughs> But those, so those are my five. Um, so I think we've got uh, some overlap, but some good, uh, some good variety from people to pull from. Um, any last words, Cam? Tim,
2: um, I'm. I'm going to say, anytime you do your summers, though, make it memorable. Um, actually, I try to have some fun. Some of us may have easier times with our jobs than others. That's True, Tim. Uh, Tim about <laughs> Tim. Um, <laughs> 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 and yep. um, also Just kind of a shout out the, um, When we go visit my parents In Taiwan um, This will be actually the first time my wife has ever been out of the country
1: Ah, Ooh. cool So oh, good.
2: Oh, we're good. trying to get her a little bit more World travel
1: Right. Really taking the leap Cool
0: They're yeah. flying actually, Tim
1: so, Well, it's a leap of sorts though. <laughs> All right My last words here, I, it always, it always kind of.
0: Those are pretty good words. I like it, Tim. All right.
1: Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Well, there we go. No, just people always get so like uptight about their vacations and they get so upset when things don't go according to plan. And it's like, how many times do you got to go out to figure out that it's not going to go according to your plan? So you might as well just let it go and just roll with what's happening and enjoy Being where you are and being with the people you are, even when you lose your umbrellas and it's raining or you get lost and like totally don't get to see what you planned on seeing. But, you know, so find the, you know, I guess enjoy the journey, whatever it is. Yeah, just have fun with it and recognize that it's not going to go how you thought it would go or how you planned it to go and and be
2: okay with that. The Zen of travel. Oh, Um, I I would like to add one caveat to that and um, I would say that if you do go with friends and stuff, it's it's okay or family that sometimes the family does different activities during the same time. You also don't true. always have to do the same thing. Sure. Yeah, sure. You know. Um, yeah.
1: Let it go. Just It doesn't have to go exactly you
2: know, Maybe perfect. the kids want to go to SeaWorld and the adults want to go to Harry Potter Land, you know, and it's okay that some of the adults do that and that the kids do something else, you know.
1: Yeah, Lord or of the if flies. you don't That's get we... to do everything that you wanted to do on your list, you know what? Yeah, it's not going to go according to plan. Just enjoy what you get to do and be where where
2: you are and be with the people you're with. Maybe go see a rocket launch. Who knows? Go down there to you. Florida. Right.
0: <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks. Um... And we will uh, cut, uh, we'll stop it there, and uh, we will see you guys back again next week. And until then, um, go dream of your vacations and make some plans and jump on a plane. So
1: happy trails. Bye.